Good evening. Welcome. I uh, we are live for another trigger proof transmissions episode. I got my um, Instagram on at the same time, and uh, I'm tuning in live for at Facebook on Facebook Live as well. Talking about a really important conversation that was um, kind of like brewing for many years as I have been in uh, working as a primary care provider, as a chiropractor for 20 years. And I was over the years starting to see a weird kind of um, correlation between people coming in with chronic pain, uh, whether it's back pain, neck pain, uh, chronic illness, auto, particularly autoimmune and digestive, that are just kind of like mysterious. Like, what the fuck do we do about this? They've gone to different doctors. They've tried all sorts of different um, remedies to try to recover from the chronic pain, chronic illness. And it's really frustrating because the, the, the common thread that they would receive is, you know, it's all in your head. Going from one test to another, doing all the tests, being told that it's all in your head. Um, if, this, if you can relate to this, this training is for you. And if you stay to the end, I'm going to basically show you exactly the steps that you're going to take and the three specific blind spots that, from my observation, they don't actually tell you about when you're kind of focusing in on the medical field. And the first thing that I want to say is this isn't to bash medical doctors. One of my best friends is a medical doctor and he's a neuroscientist and he's the one that screams this from the rooftops that unfortunately um, medical doctors can't really do much for chronic pain, anxiety, depression. Uh, they can't do anything to heal you uh, outside of giving you uh, a pharmaceutical to try to palliate it, run a bunch of tests, and here you are with uh, Crohn's disease, autoimmune problems, Lyme disease, all of the things that you've done all of the treatments for, this training is really gonna help expose the three major blind spots. I guarantee you, unless you're, you know, you really have done your digging and you've really gone outside of the traditional, you haven't yet uncovered, yet this is the, crux of what my what I've dedicated my life to teaching if you've never met me before my name is Dr. Nima Romani I've retired from chiropractics chiropractic because I made this discovery and it's in the discovery of where um, you know just in my own kind of working through my own anxieties and relationship ruptures and trying to figure out this weird kind of confusing game of relationships where I discovered I had a eureka moment and then I left chiropractic and have gone all in with teaching people, anybody who's willing to do the work, uh, how to get to the root cause of uh, where this problem comes from. And I'm going to talk about it. And it's specifically for any of, if, if you can relate to having exhausted all of the things and still feeling frustrated. Also, I want to point out something. Tell me if you can relate, maybe even type it in the chat, that also you 
with all of these lists of symptoms that I mentioned, all of these things that I mentioned, you also might identify as a people pleaser, uh, somebody who can't really say no because you're afraid of disagreement, you're afraid of being seen as the bad guy, you're afraid of, you know, just hurting somebody's feelings. Type in the chat if you can relate to what I'm saying because it's so weird, but these two are very interrelated. And if you're dealing with this and dealing, um, going through the merry-go-round of this, this, this problem, I just want you to know that it's not your fault because, the, and it's not medical doctor's fault either because they couldn't possibly know based on their training. They're trained in, let me see this list of symptoms and let's tie that, that pattern to a diagnosis and a predetermined course of action, which is pharmaceutical. But what happens if the problem is not physical, it's emotional and energetic? It's not your fault. It's you have not resolved your attachment wounds. You haven't integrated these shadows that have come up through the childhood, you know, relational breakdowns. You haven't learned yet how to work with a dysregulated nervous system and deal with these insecure attachment styles that come up, which are intimately related to your identity of who you think you are and how you deal with conflict. And it's this lack of awareness and lack of training and lack of understanding of how to actually be with conflict that causes us to behave in ways that suppress our true nature. We say yes when we mean no, because we don't wanna be seen as the bad guy. We don't wanna be seen as like bad people. We can't handle the guilt of saying no, so we say yes, and then we trade guilt for resentment. And resentment is like taking poison and expecting the other person to die. So essentially, in this personality profile that I'm gonna highlight for you with these blind spots, you come to a decision in a moment. Let's say your friend asks you to move and you have a back problem and you are tired and exhausted from the week, but you don't wanna say no because you're afraid that they're gonna think you're bad. So you say yes that you're a bad friend, so you say yes, and then you go and help when you're exhausted, and then your body breaks down. And then that's when the patients would come to me as a chiropractor, and after 20 years of being a chiropractor, you start to learn exactly, uh, you know, you get to know people, and you say, hey, so when did this happen? Well, I helped my friend move. I'm like, well, you've been dealing with this disc issue for years, like, why couldn't you say no? And immediately they're like, uh, I just couldn't. And it's like, ah, please write this down. The body speaks up for you when you can't speak up for yourself. Okay. So when we haven't yet healed from these unresolved attachment wounds, and I'm going to go into that in a second, then we are easy prey for the body, for us to behave in ways which then causes us our body to say no. Okay, so what are the blind spots? 
the first one that I want to highlight here, and those of you that are on uh, Instagram, we can't see, and on Facebook Live, in my Facebook group, I have this broadcast. So I have my little um, thing here. The first one is unresolved. The first blind spot is unresolved attachment trauma. And I'm going to share about how that relates to codependency as well. Now, how does it relate to codependency <clears throat> and chronic illness? So I want you to imagine a young child. You're a little girl or a little boy. And all of a sudden, you have these experiences again and again because your parents are in a codependent, really difficult relationship, a, a trauma-bonded relationship. They're going back and forth. Uh, push-pull dynamic, you see a, a lot of conflict and maybe there was a divorce. Maybe one of your parents left and you were at home with a mother who was disconnected and didn't have a healthy connection with her partner, with, with your father. That lack of connection that your mother experiences might cause her emotions to shut down. She's not able to, you can't feel her, she's shut down, her nervous system has gone into dysregulation. As a child, you're not able to be seen by her. So this experience of not feeling seen is very painful for a child. So this is an attachment trauma. A trauma isn't what happens to you, not necessarily physical violence or sexual um, you know, violence, that kind of thing. It's what happens inside of us when we experience uh, a, an emotional charge. We don't have a, an empathetic witness to help us move through that energy, move that energy through our body, so then it gets stuck. And that little child experiences not feeling seen. To not feel seen is very traumatic to a child. So what ends up happening? This experience of not feeling seen is an attachment trauma that the ch child actually creates one of two strategies to resolve. Solution number one of not feeling seen is to create this big false sense of self, <clears throat> this grandiose sense of self, this perfection, this godlike you know, stature of, of a being as a fantasy false self projected and what they do is the child takes that anger of not feeling seen and projects it outward mom didn't see me so i'm going to project it outward okay and that experience of not feeling seen projected outward creating this false sense of grandiose self is called narcissism perhaps you've heard of it <laughs> the internet is riddled with videos about narcissism. I'm giving it a more compassionate lens of it's a response to trauma of a child not feeling seen and not being able to exp you know, grow out of that bond and individuate and become their own kind of uh, you know, uh, autonomous self because of the wound of, of mom, especially. And that lack of expression and that lack of feeling seen creates narcissism. And that becomes the solution to the attachment trauma of not feeling seen. That's solution number one. 
And what they do is they project their anger outward. That was me growing up, this anger that I felt because of a, a disconnected attachment from my mother at the age of two had me experience this, this paralyzing anger towards women in general, towards the feminine, and it was expressed outward. And that was where the narcissistic parts of me were born. <clears throat> now, solution number two is when that anger of that child of not feeling seen, because it's so painful or to express that anger to mom would result in a broken down attachment, well, guess what? What are you gonna do? The child then, instead of expressing it outwards towards mom, is going to internalize that anger. And that anger that's outwards about mom gets internalized and that anger turns inward and the, the angry self becomes suppressed so you create another false self which is the codependent. In extreme cases, the borderline who merges and fuses with whoever is around and shapeshifts the identity to please whoever they're with, mommy, daddy. In other words, I'm gonna be whoever the fuck I need to be in order to get my emotional needs met. That's solution number two to this unresolved attachment, to this attachment wound, and that's called codependency borderline. So can you see it's the exact same wound is narcissism and codependency, the same wound projected opposingly. And now what I've observed in so many cases that we've been working on in our Cycle Breakers Academy is that you flip back and forth. You're not one versus another. Of course, there are extreme cases. You know, there are the uh, R. Kelly's, there are the Donald Trump's, there are the, uh, what's that chick from Theranos who, who, run, who ran Theranos, uh, Elizabeth something? Yes, there's plenty of examples. Kanye West, <laughs> who are extreme versions of that. And my observation is that we're all in the spectrum. And depending on what's happening with our nervous system, our codependent parts will come up and our uh, narcissistic parts will come up. And that's why you can show up as a narcissist in one relationship and a codependent in another. You flip around, you go to another relationship and they're, you know, you're the avoidant and they're chasing after you and you're basically uh, the grandiose one uh, who's the narc. <laughs> and then in another relationship, you're totally like the codependent, uh, the needy one who's constantly wanting more attention and, and, and uh, seeking uh, the connection when the other person is distancing from you. So you see how this works. So the, this is basically the, the attachment trauma that lends to a perfect storm for a trauma bond to occur. Now, guess what? Guess who often I would see in my chiropractic practice who would have chronic pain and chronic illness? the codependent one, why? Because they took that anger of not feeling seen from mommy and daddy and they internalized it, which is the root of these chronic depressive disorders. Chronic fatigue is basically anger, depression, fatigue is the anger of the child inside of you that's turned that anger out at mom 
turned it inward. And now over, you know, and in the beginning, it shows up as codependency. Then what happens is that resentment grows and grows and grows and grows. And what do you know? After 20, 30, 40 years, what do you have? That trauma basically is inflammation in your system. And every single chronic illness essentially has the same foundation, which is inflammation. So trauma, which is life force energy from those attachment wounds that haven't been healed, it shows up and it clamps up in your body. And then it gets, you know, it, it usually you'll see it, you'll have it here. And these are people with thyroid issues. You'll have it here, people with uh, breathing and asthma issues. You'll have it a little bit lower. You'll, then you'll have people with uh, digestive disorders, or then you have it even lower around your pubic bone. And guess what? Reproductive orders, all autoimmune, the body attack. What is autoimmune? The body attacking itself. Why would it be attacking itself? Because as a child, to attack who you were really angry with, which is your mother, would have resulted in a broken attachment. So it's a protective mechanism that your nervous system and your body, the child inside of you does, the shadow part of you that you haven't yet integrated is turning that anger towards the self. Type in the chat if this is making any sense to you. Is this landing for you? Because I know it's confusing. I've been a chiropractor for 20 years and now I teach people how to heal from trauma bonds and it's like, holy shit, all of these people who are coming in with chronic pain, chronic illness, they've tried to do all the things, like one of my, the students in our program, uh, Geneviève, who has done all the things and when she first reached out to me in March, she said, the doctors told me that I'm gonna be pooping out of an ostomy bag. And I'm like, well, uh, have you looked under here? what I'm sharing with you. She goes, no, I've never done that. I said, are you willing to, you know, do something completely crazy and forget about your illness and just focus on healing the root cause of all of it? She said, all right. She was scared. She was, she had all the fears. She was like, I don't know her. The only reason why I think she trusted me was because 10 years prior, I was at a chiropractic convention in Quebec city and I was teaching the chiropractors about, uh, you know, just self-awareness in your chiropractic practice. And her boyfriend, he wasn't her boyfriend at the time, uh, was in the audience. And then now they're, they've been dating for the last year. And this illness has come up and it's really gotten in the way. She's totally anxious, totally scared. And she finally, he said, why don't you just reach out to Nima? Maybe he can help. She reaches out to me, gets on a call with me. And I was like, look, you've done everything. They told you you're gonna poop out of an ostomy bag. What do you wanna do? She says, well, I just wanna wait and see what they say. I'm like, eh, wrong. Don't wait for them to determine your outcome. You start doing the work and create your own schedule surrounded by resolving these unresolved attachment wounds and healing uh, what was uh, why you're attacking yourself. In other words, the guilt that you haven't resolved. And guess where it was? She was holding on to guilt for leaving her previous relationship. The symptoms showed up right after she left her last relationship. This is my invitation for you is to ask yourself this question is, when the symptoms first presented themselves, what conflict was going on in your life? 
what was the major conflict that you were going that you were going through in your life at the time 6 months before your diagnosis first time guaranteed your doctors never asked you about that now you could say maybe i should go to a psychologist a psychotherapist talking about your problem from the victim narrative isn't going to resolve the wounding and the unresolved attachment trauma that's in your biology. We must go deeper than just your story. And Genevieve actually did. She had the courage, the leap of faith. She said, I'm all in, let's do this. Why else? I got nothing, nothing else to lose. I'm gonna dedicate myself to this. And she basically, what we did was we forgot about her illness and we just went into resolving those unresolved attachment wounds, the guilt and shame that she had with her mother, the guilt and shame, the, uh, the inability to say no, where does that come from? It comes all the way upstream of a disconnection from your attachment wounds. So that's blind spot number one. Blind spot number two is inability to regulate when triggered. That's blind spot number two. In anybody that I've ever worked with, with chronic illness, chronic pain, what happens is when we get activated within a relationship, you get activated, your body starts to contract. And what happens is we blame the person who's triggering us, your boss, your workplace, your, and this was happening as well with Genevieve, boss in, in you know the workplace, right? Um, partner, my mother, you name it. These are ironically tied to your unresolved attachment wounds and you haven't yet learned the skills in how to take that trigger, which then causes us to abandon ourselves. The second that we're triggered, we abandon ourselves and then we look at the person who's triggering us, who's activating us as the cause, not, not looking at what's come alive within us. We play the victim to what's happening on the outside, which is a classic kind of dance of the codependent. When we're working with people with codependency, we're like, all right, so what's going on in your relationship? Well, they do this and this and this. Well, how does, what, what, what comes up within you when that happens? Well, they're just so mean. I'm like, yeah, okay, so what about you? Yeah, but they are so, so-and-so. It's like a constant addiction, preoccupation, identity born out of abandoning yourself. And this is why there's an inability to regulate the triggers. And nobody has ever in your doctor's office actually trained you in that. It's just take the medication, but remain exactly who you are, a victim to the outside world without any skills in how to work with what comes alive in you when you're in the world. That's blind spot number two, what I've noticed. And so that's why, you know, I know you hate it to be externally controlled. You know, you want, you want to be healthy from within. However, if you, you, you can't, of course we all want that, but we don't learn how to take what's happening in the outside world and separate our pain 
from what the other person's pain is. And we get triggered and then we abandon ourselves and we try to look for safety and we people please and we fawn and we say yes when we mean no and we abandon ourselves. So as a result, chronic pain is basically uh, bracing in a certain part of the body. If you take a look at, you know, right now, take a slow, deep breath and notice where you're holding on and bracing in your body right now. Where are you bracing as I'm talking to you? That's inflammation. That's unconscious, right? This, there's a story that you're making out of what I'm sharing with you and your body might even be bracing, in, which is like preparation for an attack. Nobody's attacking you, but your body is bracing because of a perceived attack that comes from unresolved attachment wounds and an inability to regulate when you're triggered. And, and if that's not your fault, you can't get that from a pill. The joke that I have, that I, I wrote a rap song, is how pills don't teach skills. You got to look inside if you want to find the answer to your ills. Pills don't teach skills. Covering the truth in exchange for your dollar bills. This is like, this has been my message for years. And this is what drove me nuts being a chiropractor. I had to leave and then work with people who really, really, really wanted to be at cause for their own healing. No longer a victim of a disease no longer a victim of other people, but to empower themselves to learn how to regulate when they get triggered, learn how to heal their attachment wounds. Because when you do, what happens is you become unstoppable. You're not externally controlled. You're not governed by the outside world. You are governed from within, which is what this illness is trying to awaken you to do but we can't do it when we're in a system, when we're waiting for a doctor to tell us what our fate is. And we don't take, we don't take it upon ourselves to self-actualize and self-realize. And by the way, that's not your fault. Nobody has actually taught you, but this is what I've dedicated my life to teaching. I left chiropractic because I, first of all, I found this really crazy connection, right? Why do I... Um, why do I, you know, get this, why do I keep seeing this crazy connection between illness and unresolved attachment traumas? Why do I see this crazy connection? And so putting that together, I now teach this in my, in my offerings to the world. And so that's why I'm, you know, really focusing on those people who have signed up for the overview experience. They're literally going to be, I'm walking them through how to regulate when they get triggered and how to resolve the attachment wounds. That's exactly why I teach that. And so um, when you don't get this right and you don't actually learn that, the medical specialist appointments keep going and you're still looking for answers outside of you and nobody has an answer. They pretend like they do but they just go from one, one, um, one doctor to the next, to the next, trying to get some sort of a, uh, an answer, but it's not there because they're like, okay, well try these and then we'll see you in like six months. Right. But then there's no skills that you've learned. Right. And I know that y you're tired. 
You're tired of having to learn, having to constantly go through that merry-go-round. And also there is a, a, a link between that and your unresolved attachment traumas and the way that you deal with these emotions and triggers. And so I know that you don't want to suppress them to keep suppressing them and hiding yourself, but yet you don't want to like express them in a way which pushes people away. The secret is to learn how to redirect these emotions, how to take anger and guilt and shame and learn the emotional literacy and learn how to actually be with those emotions and redirect them in healthier ways rather than what we learn from our parents, which is either suppression or complete rageaholic. There is a healthy medium, right? And so the third blind spot that I wanted to uncover is from everybody who is dealing with a chronic illness and hasn't really uh, gotten to the root cause, it's because this last one, which is all related together, but number three is a lack of individuation. You've been listening to the Trigger Proof Podcast designed to teach you the most important skill necessary for a dramatically changing world, which is nervous system regulation. Becoming trigger-proof doesn't mean trigger-less. It means learning how to regulate ourselves to bring us back to center so that we can then be governed by our purpose rather than from our wounds. Anytime there's reactivity, there's a wound. And if you're curious and inspired to learn more, join us at Breathwork and Badassery or the overview experience and a combination of both actually helps you do the work. There's a difference between listening to a podcast and actually showing up live and doing the work with a badass community who's all about breaking cycles of intergenerational trauma. It didn't start with you, but it can end with you if you're willing to do the work. See you at the next perfect time. This is, what is that? What do I mean by that? What do I mean by a lack of individuation? Well, a lack of individuation basically means, individuation is a concept by Carl Jung, where he says, where it's our hero's journey in life. It's that experience where <clears throat> We are to become our own individual selves outside of our cultural and our family systems. It's to become the expression of who we really are, to realize the truth of who we are living according to our own values. But because we were raised often in maybe authoritarian cultures uh, where it was all about keeping up appearances, where societal decency was the most important thing, and um, uh, cultural decencies and keeping up with the Joneses and making sure that you didn't uh, upset mommy or daddy dearest, a lack of individuation means suppressing our own truth so that we can belong. Every single human being has to grow up with a primary conflict. Chronic illness is really about not learning how to dissolve and work with conflict, like triggers and conflicts within our relationships. 
anxious and attach anxious and avoidant, the dance of the anxious and avoidant <clears throat> can be resolved when we resolve the conflict within ourselves. And when we, we all are responsible as human beings to resolve the conflict between do I stay attached to my primary caregivers or do I become my authentic express self? Attachment versus authenticity. Do I suppress my truth and risk losing you as a friend? Do I do a Facebook Live or whatever, um, Instagram Live and risk ridicule and people saying nasty things about me? Or, or do I hide and keep myself safe, hide my truth and keep myself safe. Literally, this con conflict between attachment versus authenticity is literally every single human being, human being's responsibility. And because we don't learn how to work and navigate that conflict, we choose as a child, we know that choosing our authentic self would often mean losing connection with mommy and daddy. So what do we choose? we're going to choose attachment every time. And when we choose attachment, we're people pleasing, we're hiding our truth with our parents. Then when we get to teenage years, we hide our truth to fit in with the crowd, peer pressure. It's no wonder that you hit your 20s, 30s and 40s and you say, I've been people pleasing all my life to the point where I don't even know who the fuck I am. Type in the chat if you can relate to any of this. This is exactly the dance of this primary conflict between attachment versus authenticity, which causes us to not have to, not be able to be our individual selves with our parents. And how do you know you haven't individuated from mommy and daddy? Well, if you're still holding on to resentment like anger towards your parents to the point where you can't stand being around them, then you are putting them on a pedestal. You haven't seen your power yet. You haven't yet individuated. I'm not blaming you. I'm not saying it's your fault. I'm not saying you're supposed to forgive. I'm not shaming you for anything here. So keep the emails and the hate mail at bay. This isn't about shaming you for it. I'm just saying if you want to heal, from chronic illness, one of the blind spots that most people, that your doctor won't tell you about is, have you individuated from mommy and daddy? Have you become your own authentic self? Have gone past and transcended their need for their approval and transcended your resentment towards them? If you haven't, that's not your fault. You're not alone. That was me for my first 43 years. That's what was kept me stuck in a trauma bond, attracting this narcissist codependent dynamic again and again and again. And finally, I had a wake-up call. My wake-up call was not a health problem. Yours might be a health problem. My wake-up call was a violent relationship where we were both abusive to one another, where I became abusive physically. That was my wake-up call. I, the, 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 the students that we work with, they'll have health crises, financial crises, divorce, infidelity. We all have wake-up calls in our own way, and a health crisis is a wake-up call to wake you up and go, all right, 
the way that I've been living my life, the way I eat, move, and think hasn't been conducive to a healthy person. I need to shift my identity. What do I got to do? Sure, you're doing all the nutritionals. Sure, you're doing all the exercises. But I guarantee you, unless you've worked with us before, you haven't yet worked on individuating. And this is where what this is why what we do is completely different. It's not about focusing on the illness. It's about getting to the root cause of the attachment trauma that you haven't resolved, the inability to regulate your nervous system through a trigger and to individuate. It's not your fault if you hadn't done that. That's the solution. That's what we do. And when you get that right, I know that when you really, what you really want um, other than healing is to learn how to be receptive, learn how to receive love, there's a part of you that feels unworthy because of those unresolved attachment wounds, you're going to push love away. You're going to be ridden with guilt if you choose yourself. You haven't yet learned to regulate that. So what do you do? You say yes when you mean no, and then now you have to deal with resentment instead. I know that for the people that really want to learn how to shift that relationship to guilt and resentment and be able to feel that guilt and not let that consume them so that they're not living with resentment, this is exactly the path forward. And most importantly, what, what you really want is to be able to feel receptive as a woman, be able to surrender into your feminine, as a masculine to be able to claim and be a leader in your relationship rather than feeling emasculated and being controlled and being the nice guy and a woman, you don't want to constantly be go, go, go in your masculine having to lead even in a relationship. You could be a boss babe at work, which is great, but this experience of having to lead in a relationship is exhausting and it all has to do with these unresolved attachment wounds. It all has to do with an inability to regulate through your trigger and it all has to do with um, lack of individuation. And you're, you'll show up as this anxious avoidant dance when this isn't resolved. And when these triggers and these relational breakdowns happen, boom, the symptoms start to go up. Isn't that interesting? Why? It's not your fault. You haven't yet learned how to resolve conflict. And I stand for healed families. I stand for people mastering their own nervous systems to individuating from mommy and daddy so you can appreciate them and not have to resent them for the rest of the time. You can transcend them. And I'm, I'm basically advocating for people who learn how to receive, who are wanting to learn how to receive rather than keep pushing, pushing, pushing and trying to prove. And if this sounds like you and this, is, this resonates with you, my invitation for you is to send me a DM. Let me know what resonated with you, type in the chat, let me know what resonated with you. And if this is something that for those of you that are already, there's people in, on, on the call right now on this training that are coming to my upcoming overview experience, just know, make sure that you fill out that form because I read all of them and it's going to give me feedback based on what you just discovered in this training as a precursor to the overview experience that's happening. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to take you to the biggest conflict, through the biggest conflict that you're dealing with right now in your life that's been plaguing you. And over that six-hour virtual Zoom event, we're going to stretch that trigger six hours and we're going to dive into the neuroscience of it 
and master how to integrate the shadows that pop up when you get triggered. How to resolve these attachment traumas, because that's going to come up as well. Because the conflict you're going with now really has very little to do with what you're dealing with now and everything to do with your unresolved conflicts uh, from the past. And you're going to learn how to become your own individual self, taking off the mask and saying, oh, this is who I am. You'll get a taste of that at the overview experience. So if this is landing for you, if this is resonating for you, and you're sick and tired of having your nervous system control you, being a slave to your nervous system instead of a master of it, <clears throat> if you're sick and tired of these anxious avoidant kind of back and forths and you're realizing that you're getting anxious and depressed, it's affecting your health and well-being and there's a weird sneaking suspicion, you know that it's not all just in your head, you know that there's a physical thing happening, but it doesn't show up that much in a test because it's an attachment trauma that's causing your body to contract, elevating your inflammation, which is the precursor to all chronic illness and fatigue. If you're wanting to learn how to break that nasty cycle and become healthy, whole, secure, I look forward to seeing you at the next perfect time on the, at the Overview Experience. Send me a DM and let me know what resonated with you if you have any other questions to see if this is the right path for you. See you at the next perfect time.